my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Welcome to the Black Girls Heal podcast, where we talk about healing our intimacy disorders, unresolved trauma, and building a healthy relationship with first ourselves and then others. Every episode, we will talk about advice you can apply today to break unhealthy patterns and grow in your self-worth. I'm Sheena Lachey, love addiction coach and trauma specialist. Let's begin. Hello, hello, ladies, and welcome to the latest episode of Black Girls Heal. I hope that this finds you well. I hope that it finds you with a bright, shining face, and I'm sending you all the love that I can from my little corner of the world. So in today's episode, I really want to talk about the importance of giving yourself credit, the importance of recognizing signs that you've grown, because a lot of times we can stay stuck in narratives that no longer fit us, but not acknowledging the growth that we've made. And that can be just, just as detrimental to our healing process because we are the blockers, because we are the ones that are in front of us making forward movement. So let's talk about it. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. With the crazy heat waves we are experiencing this summer, especially here in Texas, it can be hard to stay fresh while you're out and about. And that's why I've incorporated the Honey Pot's foaming wash and wipes into my daily routine. The Cucumber Aloe Honey Pot wipes provide a quick refresh when I leave a day of errands and head to a girls' night with friends. If you're heading to an outdoor concert or festival, the Honey Pot wipes are a must to keep you fresh between the fun. Both the foaming wash and wipes are plant-derived, backed by science, dermatologist-approved, gynecologist approved, and hypoallergenic. Get 25% off your first order from thehoneypot.co slash summer. That's T-H-E-H-O-N-E-Y-P-O-T dot C-O slash summer to get 25% off your first order and join the hive today. So you've heard me share about my journey with vitamin D and how a deficiency was causing havoc in my life, causing depression that was not helped by therapy, emotional support skills, and other resources that I had access to because the source was organic and coming from inside my body. And it was only by healing my body with vitamin D supplements that I actually saw change. And I'm not alone with me being part of the 82% of black women in America who struggle with the vitamin D deficiency due to our melanin not being able to synthesize as much vitamin D from the sun. But Black Girl Vitamins is a proud black owned brand that develops vitamins to address the specific needs of black women like iron and vitamin D deficiency. Each purchase contributes to a scholarship fund that supports black women pursuing healthcare education. Plus they're vegan friendly and free 
free from harmful additives. Try Black Girl Vitamins to see improved health in areas such as energy, fertility, and pregnancy support, balancing your blood sugar, and more. Get 10% off your first order with the code HEAL10 at blackgirlvitamins.co. That's B-L-A-C-K-G-I-R-L-V-I-T-A-M-I-N-S dot co and use promo code HEAL10 to get $10 off. Take control of your health and level up your summer with Black Girl Vitamins. It's time to make this summer your healthiest one yet. First, I want to talk about where the inspiration for this episode came from. So I was talking with one of my coaching students about just something that they were working through and they kept prefacing their questions and giving giving me this disclaimer of like, so, you know, I'm love avoided and I'm trying not to be love avoided or I'm trying to make sure I don't go back to being love avoided. And I had to stop her at one point and I was like, ma'am, I didn't say ma'am, but I, I said her name, but I was like, girl, like you are not love avoided. I just, I don't think that fits for you anymore because you're doing this. You're expressing these feelings. You're saying this, you're being open about this. You're already having these conversations with people unprompted. You're being vulnerable. You're coming to me. You're expressing your deepest desires. You know what it is that you are open and available for and you are receiving it. Like you're not love avoidant or it doesn't sound love avoidant to me. And she was like, yeah, I'm not love avoidant anymore. And I was like, I know, I know. And even though, you know, of course, you know, we all have, our process, there, there'll be different times that we will have like symptoms or things that we can always grow in or signs that we, we, we need to be open, right? We need to be open that we're always growing and available. But in this instance, she was labeling herself something from her past, something that no longer applied to her. And it was keeping her stuck. It was keeping her from being able to see how, how much progress she's made, that label was also making her afraid that she was going to make a mistake in the future versus seeing how much power and how much wisdom and how much promise and how much love she already had available to her right here today. And that was only going to grow in her life going forward. And I think, I think a lot of times we can be very, very stingy, (laughs) with giving ourselves these compliments of self-growth and self-love because we're afraid of making ourselves look like a fool. We're afraid of looking like a fool to other people. You know, maybe we've had declarations in the past where we've said, I'm a new person, I changed, only to just wind up in the same situation all over again. And so that felt embarrassing for us. Again, embarrassing if it happened front-facing in front of other people or just embarrassing for ourselves. And so we will tell ourselves that this is humility to, to give these disclaimers, to always be aware of where we came from. And y'all, I think, I think when it comes to this healing work, it is best for us, yes, to learn from our lessons, but for us to always be growth oriented and always be using language that focuses on how strong and how amazing we are today that always gives us credit for the steps that we're taking. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to go around the points of this episode before I start talking about them. Cause I know sometimes I do that in the intro, 
But in this episode, I want to help y'all out by actually just giving you three signs. There may be a bonus one, but giving you three signs that you have grown, giving you three signs to show that you can start celebrating now the progress that you've already made instead of waiting for this magical place or state that probably doesn't exist of you reaching this place of nirvana where you are floating on air, cross-legged and untouched and nothing bothers you. Like <laughs> you, you're human. You are human. You're going to be enraptured with love and joy and, and purpose and promise and excitement. And then you're also going to have moments that are like really crappy and you're going to be in a bad mood and you're going to be cramping, right? Like you, you're going to have the ups and downs and I need y'all to be able to celebrate yourselves today. So let's talk about celebrating ourselves today. So the first one, first way to show that you have grown as a person is you pause before you react, even when your feelings were hurt. Okay, that there's a little bit of a gap, even if the gap is five seconds, but you still react (laughs) in a way that maybe you don't want to. The fact that you pause is huge. Do you know how hard it is to change automatic reactions and responses? Those of you who were equipped and born with being very vocal with your feelings, you know, I've said before, I envy (laughs) y'all sometimes to just be able to talk without a filter sometimes, even though it may have gotten you in trouble. But if that is you, someone who has talked, like when you have something to say, you say it. And one of the things that you've had to learn is how to just pause a little bit before you say exactly what you want to say. That is huge. That is amazing. And you should pat yourself on the back for that. All other responses as well are all other reactions. Maybe you're someone who was known to send a long text or a long email, right? And you stop doing that. Now you kind of pause and you're like, do I want to say this to them or do I not? Is this better as a phone call? Even considering that thought, whether or not you call them or not, the fact that you're thinking, maybe I should call them instead of sending this as a text is growth, right? Cutting people off. Have you paused before doing that? Have you reconsidered maybe there's something that I need to look at for myself before you immediately assign blame to other people, which is another really common defense mechanism, right? Do you yell or have you in the past yelled and gone off on people, but you paused before you did that? You caught yourself, you woosawed, you count to three, you read the room, you know, like all of these are things to, to celebrate about yourself. Have you worked on not gossiping? Have you worked on learning how to talk about other things outside of other people's business? Have you learned how to not be as petty and still show up for people? Like all of these are things, again, for you to to look at and not to diminish just because it doesn't look how you think it should look or it's not as big of a deal of the growth that the person next to you is making or what someone else is talking about in their own self-development work. This is big for you. Second sign that you need to celebrate your growth as a person is that you are more open to seeing the alternative viewpoint. So maybe you have been someone who was always very focused on how you felt and that being the only evidence that you needed, 
or it's very hard for you to see the other person's side. And so if you are now open to considering, maybe there are feelings on the other end of it, even if you're not at the place where you're open to fully receiving it, the fact that even that is a baby step that you've made, I want you to pat yourself on the back. I guess I'm just playing through conversations that I will have with people where they will tell me something that they've done and then they'll quickly follow up with, but I'm still doing this. Girl, but the fact that you're doing the first part, the fact that you have changed a behavior that you've done for 30, 40, 50, 60 years of your life, that's been like ingrained in you and you've changed it, girl, that is amazing. That is amazing. Rounds on me, proud of you, cheers to you, okay? Some other specific examples of this are, you know, maybe you check the facts with people. This is one of the skills that I teach my coaching students and also what I used to teach my my therapy clients as well. But Checking the facts, what that means is when you are talking with someone and you are very, you feel very sure that what you're thinking is actually what's happening. You still check with them to make sure that that is actually the case and you do it in a way that's not accusatory. So if I really feel like someone made a comment to me because they're secretly thinking X about me, I'm going to go to them and I'm going to say, hey, when you said this, what did you mean by that? Or when you said this, what I made up about that is that you really were saying this. Is that true? The three word phrase, is that true? Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. As our country continues to grow and make new meaning of the intersection between current and historical events, it is so important to stay connected to the voices and the leaders who are influencing what progress, connection, equality, and truth mean to us as Black people. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection from some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. True is such an amazing phrase that will help you get grounded, especially if you're doing it from a genuine place. 
that again is not accusatory and isn't always already telling somebody you did this because this is what you meant and you did this because you were trying to hurt me and you're not already assigning an intention to somebody that's going to make anybody want to stand up and fight right even people who want to have a peaceful relationship that's a challenge that's an aggressive statement that's an aggressive way to approach trying to have reconciliation you're not you're not priming the situation for reconciliation when you start off that way so asking questions being curious before you respond is helpful and especially that's so helpful for those of us who have trust issues where now what we've done is we spent our whole lives reading the room and analyzing people's situations and coming to conclusions in our own mind and being very assured with that so that we don't even ask any questions because we know like we just feel very confident that we are great at interpreting other people's behaviors and we have great observation skills but we can understand why relationships are not working out with us maybe our interpretation and maybe what we've stored away as a true behavior analysis is actually faulty maybe what we've stored away in our brain to be truth is actually just a defense mechanism and a coping mechanism that filters people into certain groups and we have to actively unlearn that and the only way that we can unlearn that is whenever we're triggered and someone said something that we attribute it to mean that they're trying to be mean they're trying to be nasty they're trying to be manipulative or whatever it might be that we go to them and we check the facts we say hey when you said this this is what i made it up to mean making it up is a very non-intrusive way to share your thoughts that doesn't accuse people of something because it's true you're making it up they didn't tell you if they meant that they didn't tell you that that's, that was their intention you're totally you're totally inventing that hey we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. Dating apps can be so hard when it comes to filtering through persons who you may not have anything in common with or who may not be super serious about the process and committed. With eHarmony's one-of-a-kind compatibility quiz, you get a baseline standard in every match of your compatibility around values, communication styles, likes and dislikes, energy levels, and so much more. My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships. eHarmony, get who gets you and start free today. Okay, so when I go to them and I say that statement, this is what I made up about what you said or what you did. Is that true? And they tell me, no, that's not the truth. We have a choice. We have a choice on whether or not to believe them. And sometimes believing that we don't want to do that, not because it's not believable, but because now I really might have to change my viewpoint and my perspective and the way I see people 
and the way that I see relationships. This especially happens in romantic partnerships, especially if we've had relationship trauma. And we are very clear, like we know exactly what men are like. We know exactly what women are like. We know exactly what, you know, fill in the blank group is like. And when someone tells us something outside of that, we may fight and be resistant to believe it. So you have a choice. You have a choice to either accept it and start to look for evidence that maybe this might be open to evidence in the future, that maybe your belief on this is wrong and just kind of store it away. But at least it's wrong for this person or this this situation and you go with it. Or you get to say, no, you're lying and hold on to that belief and hold on to that truth and hold on to what that belief and truth gets you in your relationships as well. So I hope I hope that made sense. So I don't know about you and the journey that you've had to build consistency in your relationships, but the roller coaster of overattaching to people and then hiding from relationships after disappointment and heartbreak is exhausting. And sometimes you can feel as if you're trying your best doing all the things only to end up in a dead end relationship or confused if there's something you're missing about what you're doing wrong or what you're bringing to the table. And so because of that, in our six-month coaching program from avoidant to available, we help single women clear the path to develop and nurture healthy relationships with available partnerships, with available friendships, with our special high-touch hybrid approach combining group coaching, community support, and private coaching check-ins. If you'd like to get off the roller coaster of being either addicted or avoiding in relationships to become balanced and available, feel free to learn more at our website by going to from avoidant to available.com and apply to join us in the next cohort. Another example of seeing the alternative versus how you used to always see it is for my ladies who would always go into fantasy mode about people that you were dating. And so maybe now when you see red flags, you don't gaslight yourself and say, no, it's not that big of a deal, but you're actually able to acknowledge it. You know, the way that the women I work with won't give themselves credit with this is they will, you know, they've started dating and started dating again as this healthier version of themselves. And so now, you know, the joke that they may make sometimes is that like dating is kind of ruined in one way because they can't romanticize all these red flags with these people anymore. <laughs> like they see it, <laughs> like they see it from a mile away. And, but then there's still the part that this is, this is where they self-criticize is they're like, well, I still went out with somebody and I didn't catch the red flag from the first sentence that we met each other. And it's like, you used to have long extended relationships with men who had bright glaring red flags and you would create a whole life with them. And you would completely ignore everybody else and just bend and twist yourself for these men. And now from the beginning, you see it and you walk away. You have changed a life pattern that has held on to you for decades. That is amazing. The fact that you see it. And so now you see where the dusties are. Now you see where the scam artists are. Now you see where the unavailable people are. And so now that you're attuned to that, you can move them off of your plate and now actually have space for people who are available. This is all good. You have to be able to do one step to get to the next one, right? 
And so again, please do not rush your progress or not celebrate yourself for these generational and lifelong patterns that you've been holding. Same thing with having emotions, right? You you get into healing work and you sometimes, not everybody, but sometimes people will have a belief that they're supposed to be at this really positive, high vibe, high energy, high joy, high love state at all times. And, you know, maybe I'll change this belief a year from now, but today I just fully believe that that is not possible. And I believe it's not possible just for the biological scientific fact that we are human beings that are influenced by our hormones, that there is a monthly cycle that directly impacts our emotions and how we feel based on what is neurologically happening in our body. And yes, we can get into cycle thinking and working with our emotions and optimizing our body based on what's happening with us throughout the month. And I hope to have an episode in the future with someone talking about cycle syncing and what that is. And if you don't know what that is, go ahead and Google it. But it's basically optimizing what you eat, how you treat yourself, your exercises based on where you are in your cycle throughout the month. We don't just have one phase of our cycle every month. There are four and our bodies do distinct different things and need distinct and different things during those four phases every month, which is why we will have the ups and downs in our moods and our energy levels and our inspiration and our creativity and all of that, right? And that's something we need to learn about ourselves. But anyways, unlearning this belief that I always have to be happy and positive versus I get to choose the meaning that I attach to my emotions and to my feelings. I get to choose whether or not I see those as resources and as gifts and as direction or whether or not I see those as deficits. And it's that belief that's going to be the difference in your mood. That's the belief that's going to change the direction and what, where you go with those emotions, not the emotions themselves. And that leads right into the third one, which is the third sign that you've grown as a person is that you're able to feel your emotions and validate them. So many women, especially so many Black women that I've worked with, it is such such a common trend that we were taught to be strong, that we were taught to be impervious to things that happen in our life so that we can be resilient and work twice as hard and get half as far. And like, you know, you know, all of the idioms, you know, all the things that go along with that. And so tapping into that vulnerability and tapping into those emotions and letting ourselves feel them and embrace them and and sit with them and also let other people see them as well. And letting people see them who don't have to know us for five years before we let them in, right? Those are all amazing, amazing milestones for us. And so if you have noticed that you are one, feeling your feelings more, when you typically not let yourself feel your feelings or always distract yourself or push them down, that is great. That is so good. And I want you to pat yourself on the back. If you are sharing your emotions with people, even if you don't share them immediately, even if it takes you like a week or two weeks to pick up the phone or tell somebody what you've been going through, if you are someone who has never shared anything with anyone before, pat yourself on the back. This is all evidence of your progress and forward movement. And 
The bonus one that I'll share that's related to this one is when you share emotions with people that you are now sharing them with people who are safe, people who are intentionally those that you have chosen that are safe for you. So what may have happened in the past for some people is that you might have shared your emotions, but you shared it with someone who didn't really listen to you or didn't really care or was always going to be the person who would go and tell you that you shouldn't feel that way and that you should be more positive or that it's not that big of a deal. And you would set yourself up for heartbreak and for disappointment. And it would just reaffirm that belief that I can't share my emotions with people because people aren't going to understand and people don't care. Well, it's because you keep sharing with people who don't care. It doesn't mean that people in general don't care. You pick the two or three people in your life who are shysty and not there for you. And then you feel surprised that it keeps happening. Now, sometimes y'all, and here's the other thing I'll say about that since I talked about the two or three people. For some of y'all, you may have removed two or three people from your life who you have already identified as shysty. And everybody else in your life, you're like, but they also seem shysty too. So what do you mean it's not everybody? You got to look at it at the fa- as the fact that the previous version of you established a whole ecosystem of people who treated her a certain way. So you had a certain standard and certain level of trust and a certain level of openness. And so you surrounded yourself with only people who respond to you in the way that you felt like you deserved, right? And a lot of that is subconscious. So it might be possible that you need to recreate a new community system and new ecosystem. It may be possible that you need to listen to the episode that we had with Danielle Jackson a few episodes ago about how to make adult friends and listen to that episode. And you might need to start to recreate a different inner circle because you have a new version of you. You have a new level of you. And the relationships that worked in the past may not work now. Maybe those relationships were really great at holding you down and being emotionally supportive for where you were. But now you need something deeper. Now you need something, something where people can actually listen to you and give you feedback and, and advice that's actually functional or be able to tolerate you having negative emotions without having to fix it or, you know, throw a positive quote or cliche at you, which just feels, again, diminishing or doesn't validate what you're feeling. If you have broken the cycle to be able to identify that these people are unsafe, that's fantastic. You were never able to see that before. Even if you don't have healthy people in your life right now that you can call and pick up the phone, the fact that you are starting to contemplate and see that maybe who's around me is not who should always be there with me is fantastic because these probably were going to be your ride or dies to the very end. And you're going to keep getting the same heartbreak and disappointment your whole life until you did something different. And so the fact that you are pausing and changing direction is so good. And I need you again to pat yourself on the back and love on yourself and say, I am changing. I am in progress. I am in motion. I am different than I was yesterday. I'm different than I was the day before that. I was different than I was a year ago. Right. And praise God for that. Praise God for that. So that's it for this episode, shorter and sweet. 
So I hope that you found it helpful and I can't wait to see you in our next episode. Talk to you later. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. 